Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 35th edition of Casting the Spotlight. I know it's been a while since you've heard that because it's been a while since we've done an episode, but we're back. <laughs> we're dropping in on you. We got a lot to say. How's everybody been? What's going on? You know, I'm... Everything's been how everything's been. I feel like, holy shit, yeah. the last time I was on here, everything's probably changed. For the most part, I got a lot of new things going on, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Life true. is life, you know? Well, yeah, we both have a different job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> since the last uh, since the last time. God, it's been uh, a lot of shits. A lot of shits come out. There's a lot of shit to talk about. These people haven't been fed a good, the bad, and the shits in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Segment was taken off. Dude. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, was entertaining, though, because when we started getting guests in here, then, like, people would start being like, oh, good, the bad, the shits, ready yeah, for it. Yeah, it was, it was becoming, you know, it was, like, known as, like, a thing and stuff. Um, we still got guests coming, so everybody just stay tuned. We, we just, we're dropping in on you. First time in a while. It had to happen sooner or later, so here you go. It's probably you best go. that it's just us two for this first one, because there is a lot of things that have happened and to talk about anyway, so... Um, well, fuck. Which we start off with this. Uh, what do you think of this fucking Coca-Cola Starlight over here? People are t- talking about it like it uh, tastes like space, or it tastes like vanilla Coke like or space. raspberry vanilla Coke or something. I don't know. It tastes like uh, the aftertaste does taste a little spacey. A hint of berries and cream. The only reason I say that is because it tastes like like some kind of berry when you drink it, and then it's got like some sort of yeah vanilla or like creamy aftertaste. It gives you like a like a fruit flavor first, then the vanilla, and then like whatever the hell the aftermath space flavor is. It tastes a little weird. It's like I heard somebody saying like raspberry and s'mores. And I can sort of see that, but I don't taste like the marshmallow. Space s'mores. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those organic fucking things that they eat and bring over there. Um, In the little dehydrated bags. Yeah, exactly. Oh, one time, like, we were on vacation, I think, to the Lake of the Ozarks, and my stepmom had, like, uh, organic fruit roll ups, and, like, it wouldn't make me throw up looking at it. It looked like. It look, they look terrible, man. They did. They were dehydrated, but how is it's just? I mean, unless you're in space, you know. Why would you want it? Yeah, it just. Uh, it's like I don't know if I'd be that desperate to eat fruit roll-ups if I was truly going to give up <laughs> sugar. <in> my <laughs> diet. <laughs> so you know, it's we got real me. fruit roll-ups down here. We don't got to eat this yeah. organic dehydrated shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I think by by the time I'm eating that. I would have given them up altogether. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, they're not this important in my diet. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I gotta keep them in. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if it's one of those things, though, that you feel like you you love so much, you don't want to give up. Yeah. I'd want to bring some, like, a fucking candy or something. I'd probably bring, like, some Twizzlers or some shit up to space. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to go up for a while, there'd be certain foods that I'd be like, I don't necessarily <laughs> want to go without you. <laughs> You're going to have to go up, man. You're, you're next on the list. Hey, man, who knows? If they figure so out the technology to send, you know, just regular Joes up into space and Earth starts going down the path it's going down, we might all fucking be going. That's true. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff might be. They, I mean, they just lifted some of the mandates and shit around here, but, like, boy, we went through the mill over fall and uh, winter and everything else so far. I mean, we're not even technically out of winter yet, but fucking, I mean, by the last time we checked in, there was, I mean, 
we still hadn't been hit with that whole fucking wave of COVID bullshit. Took a lot of people out of my job and I got it. Else and, yeah, you got it, and I somehow avoided it still. But I think I got it two years ago. If it was here before we knew about it, which it's almost a certainty because people travel back and forth every day, and yeah. all they could tell them at that time was that there's a. Virus. And it was only like a month before. Yeah, yeah, it was a short time, a month or yeah, it was something like that. But uh, yeah, man, fuck. It's been a crazy winter, I guess. I mean, we didn't really check in uh, with horror season, but I'll tell you what, we fucking knocked it out of the park again. That was like the longest list of all time again. 130-something probably around there. Reset the record, yeah. It like reset the fucking record. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the past two years, especially with like COVID happening and living together and just being like sort of having to stay in our area and it getting colder outside as horror season's going and shit. Like mm-hmm. we... Just it's there's no way that those lists are probably gonna be topped. <laughs> no, I I don't know if I'll yeah. It's because by then, if you have that amount of time, then it's kind of like it's no longer a little special section of the year. You're really pulling it into like so many months of the year. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's kind of well, and like you can't you know you can watch fucking whatever anytime, but during that time it's like a huge marathon. Yes. Yeah, uh oh also. We haven't fucking congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series. Oh yeah! Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams for winning the Super Bowl. Good lord! <laughs> That's what I mean. Guys. Hell of a football season. Didn't win fucking fantasy again, but uh, that you can wait. That football season, <laughs> it was crazy in the. It was playoffs. a whirlwind for sure. Like it's not going into the playoffs. I didn't see the Rams winning the Super Bowl. I'll say it straight up. Like, not that I like, not that they were one of my favorites that I wanted to win or least favorites that I wanted to see get knocked out. I was just like, the Rams, I don't, they'll probably get eliminated by someone along the way. They got to face potentially the Packers or the Boxers, like some Dude, of these or the teams. Niners again. Yeah. And they fucking beat them, yeah. though. They got their, that story, the way it played out that week 18, like we were all watching that together. Whenever fucking the 49ers gave them a run for their money, like, for sure. And not just that. The Rams scored, uh, what, like, I got another seven-point lead. Then the Niners still toppled them with only, like, minutes left. Fucking, I don't even know. That week 18, which some matches, you know, some games didn't matter. And then some really fucking mattered. Um, like, the Jags knocking the Colts just out. Like, they could have made the playoffs. And they got, they, and then they fucking lost. Yeah, it was all they had to do. Like, week 18 <laughs> was crazy. And then, so whenever the Niners beat the Rams there, then they had to face the Cardinals. Turned out to be a much better situation because then they destroyed the Cardinals. Yeah. And, uh... The I Cardinals still, were not ready for the playoff. Like, no. They were so they were, hot at the beginning of the season. They were trending downward. Yeah. More than, more than upward. They were looking pretty bad near the end of the year. Yeah. And when that happens and morale's a little low and already DeAndre's gone, they can win without him, but he's one of the very best wide receivers in the league. Yeah. And they didn't have him, and morale was already kind of going down. I don't think it's all Kyler Murray's fault, but, I mean, they did get destroyed in that game. Fucking, and then what did the Rams do? They beat, uh, after that, fucking... The Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. Which Tom Brady almost had an like insane historic comeback again. And then, and then the Rams fucking Cooper Cup, Matt Staff came through. 
Yeah, literally all the Bucks had to do, their defense had to come through for them one more time. They had a strong defense all year. It's just like, you just got to stop the Rams at 36 seconds. Can't let them get in field goal range here. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. <laughs> now Brady's apparently retired. So I know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I kind of, even with ha- having so many championships and accomplishments, I like, Always kind of wanted him to have like a you know a huge going out. Also, like it seems like it would have been his way, like to win and then be like, all right, call it a day. I always uh, thought it would have been cool, like if he would be going into a Super Bowl and then like, or just going into the playoffs, like a playoff run or something, and saying at the beginning of it, like, hey, like regardless of what happens this playoff run, this is it. Like this is my last year. That way, like all of those games would be like, oh fuck, like yeah. He's got. He's either got to go on the run for the Super Bowl, which would make that Super Bowl that much more like insane. Knowing like this is Tom Brady's last game. Give the whole hey, I've got one year, one year left. Every game like could playing. be his last. Then like, it's like, it's a big deal. Then, um, I mean, if it if that is it, I mean, what a fucking amazing career. Like, I don't even want to talk about how amazing it was yet, because I'm just like, man, like. I kind of wish he'd change his mind, but, I mean, we'll see. Just because I feel like that was sudden also. After, but, I mean, they did lose to the to the ones that ended up winning the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, Matt Stafford and the Rams went on a fucking crazy run. And then that led to them facing the Niners again, beating them that time, making the Super Bowl. Beating the Bengals, who nobody expected the Bengals to go to that dance. Yeah, the Bengals, like, they took it to everybody in the AFC. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely an impressive showing on their part, because, like, besides Burrow, too, it wasn't really that impressive of a playoffs for the young quarterbacks. Like, they got kind of beat up on Mac Jones, Kyler Murray. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they all got whipped. Yeah. That Chiefs-Bills game will go down as one of the best fucking NFL games I've ever seen. Oh, it was a great game. It It was one of the best football games I've ever seen. Uh, Sad because it'll probably be sort of forgotten because it wasn't like an AFC championship, but it wasn't the Super Bowl and stuff. It was kind of just like wild card weekend, just kind of snuck in there. But it's still like, or it was divisional weekend. But either way, it's like, it was one, it was a great game. Everybody was talking about that game. Everybody was like, oh, we're hoping for a shootout. But every time that happens, like a game ends up disappointing or whatever, but that game, I mean, it lived up. Like, it set the picture, set the pace, set the, you know, like, what the future could look like with, you know, Joe Burrow and, and fucking Herbert and, like, all those guys over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the uh, AFC side. Yeah, Josh Allen's going to get a Super Bowl, I think. I hope he, I hope he does. It'd be, it would be insane. They sh- <laughs> Every time, like, that they showed, who like, whoever has been eliminated... From the playoffs, like on Facebook, they would maybe show like the picture of it, um, and they'd always look pissed. They would, yeah, he just looked. <laughs> people are on there commenting because he just looks like a just a little disappointed and shit. They're like Josh Allen deserved to win, or just it's like deserved to win. Like, yeah, the Bills got a lot of uh. He, I mean, he support did. after that game, but he even said himself, he's like, listen, he's like, whatever the the coin toss was, I mean, we would have went for it, and we would have fucking. Like try to score a touchdown, no matter what the rules are, you gotta you gotta play by them in the game. If you're trying to win. If you're trying to win, exactly. So it's like, 
Like what do you like? What do you think Josh Allen? With those two teams <laughs> and those two quarterbacks, especially on that night, it mm. was like it was whoever sweet. was getting the ball, they were scoring. Hundred <laughs> percent. So really, the coin toss was just like, well, whoever wins this, winning the game. The only way that wasn't gonna happen is if like somehow Mahomes or Allen would have thrown a pick on their opening drive. I mean, which they could have. Yeah, that's, it I've seen in it moments of enormous times. pressure and, and insane like excitement, like that place was lit up. Anything can happen. I mean, anything could have happened there. Like people don't know if they would have won, but I mean, the way things were going, it did seem like the next drive was gonna score. Yeah, I will definitely say that. Um, what an insane playoff run that was! It was a fun playoffs that I think a lot of unexpected shit happened. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I, I'm a big fan of Aaron, but that game was a little rough. He hasn't uh, really performed in the playoffs lost. recent time. No, and the Niners. Every time they have to face the Niners, he can't. It's hard. It's hard for him to fucking Beat win. On. I don't think he really took that many chances with other, you know, players in that game beyond like you know. Uh, Devontae and Aaron Jones, I guess, a little bit. But he didn't really take a lot of risks, and you would have thought he would have at Lambeau, you know? Yeah, the Niners kind of broke both our hearts this playoffs. Yeah. They just... They were definitely the... uh, I don't... The the spoiler of the playoffs. They were just, like, coming in, taking all these... Like, they were not Kind of the underdog, taking all everybody's chances away from them. They were not favored in, like, any of those games. Maybe the first one they played. Um... Yeah, that one, the them and the Cowboys, it was like or, half no, no, no. and half, Maybe they the Cowboys were, was a little favored. I think the Cowboys were like, yeah, they were like three and a half points or something like that. And then they beat the Packers, they beat the... Yeah. Yeah. They, that's the thing, is it seemed to like all the signs pointed them beating the Rams, because it was like, they beat the Rams and they beat the Cowboys and they beat the Packers in three straight weeks. You're like, these guys are on a roll. That def- the defense in that Packers game, though, they played insanely. Like, all Rodgers had to do was just make a, you know, do what he does best. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to force the ball to Devontae all game. Which would be great if he was open. Yeah. <laughs> he did get it to him, but... I guess it's the whole mistrust thing, they say. Like, yeah. it's hard to gain Rodgers' trust as a receiver, and then... It's easy to fuck up that trust. So, like, if, if you, you fuck up or something and drop the pass, especially in, like, a playoff game, then he's yeah. just not going to target you for a while. Like, I'll run it in. It's like, Rodgers, you don't do that. <laughs> that often, at least. It's like, especially now you're getting older and shit. <laughs> you're going to get leveled by some of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Oh, shoot, what else has been going on after the, uh, I guess, oh, we didn't talk too much about horror season. Well, I don't know, we, I mean, we de- definitely, like, invoked some new ones, I guess, in there. Yeah. I guess we could go back to the list. Yeah, I'd have to try, like, to even remember what new ones we watched this year. So, okay, in Scream just came out, so this goes along with the list a little bit, and, uh, back to horror season. So where would you... Where would you rank the new one in within the four, within the five, you think? I think, like, mixed feelings about it, for sure, obviously. I don't know if I want to spoil too much about it yeah. on here or not. 
What I will say without really spoiling much, I mean, I guess it's sort of... It doesn't give anything away, but it kind of, like... It... Compared to the first four, it kind of just, like... It's a little disheartening, because when you're a fan of the original shit, it hurts to sort of see them kind of move on from a lot of that. Like, yeah. they didn't focus very much on the old group as much as you would have liked them. Yeah, agreed. You know? Um... No, they didn't. Uh, going into it, I thought with kind of like what we both have said about Scream 3 in the past, like it has, you know, some letdowns about it and stuff. Honestly, one of the best parts of it, I think entertaining parts, is Jay and Silent Bob's <laughs> parts. Uh, yeah, because we're fans. Like we... For, like, I kind of thought it was going to be hard for the new one, like in my personal opinion, because I'm like, one and two, after rewatching two again also, uh, quite a few times in recent years, like... I think those are those might still be my favorite ones. Those are definitely the best ones. I think they are in that order, but I think they're really close. Whereas it's harder to kind of place even the newer ones and some of the other ones, three and four. Um, I I, I kind of thought going in it would be hard for the new one to be. I mean, it could have been, but like to be anything really above the middle. Because I'm like, man, they're going to have yeah. to do a lot of callbacks that really like blow our minds and shit. And, and they did do some callbacks. Uh, but, but to be better than 1 and 2, it, yeah. it was going to be real hard to be better than 1 and 2. It was. Um, so I would say at best, maybe middle of the pack. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, 3 is probably on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. 3 also was the one where it seemed like they... They took everything that they were building in 1 and 2, they kind of flipped it on its head in 3, and they're like, oh, this is really what was going on. And then right after 3, they tried to act like that was the one that didn't really matter and none of the shit happened. Yeah. Like, they didn't call back 3 ever yeah. after that. Fucking, <laughs> yep. So it was like, you guys tried to change up the whole story to then have this be the one-off movie you never referenced again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and even Scream 3, between Scream 3 and Scream 4, it was like 11 years or something like that. And then it was another 11 years from 4 to 5. But they did say 6 is uh, confirmed and in the works. Yeah. So obviously Wes Craven's not, you know, he didn't do the new one, and he can't. Or the old, you know, the next one. But they still tried to, you know, dedicate it to him and whatnot, and... I don't know. I do. I still question some of the decisions in it, probably, but it was good. I mean, the th I, what I will say about it is it was definitely brutal, like, in the way you'd want a horror movie to be. Yeah. And it was, like, it was a good time. Like, it definitely had, you know, characters that are familiar and stuff. And The kills um, seemed a little more violent they were. than the original, like, series kills. Almost. They seemed a little more, like, personal. Like, you could, like... Like, Ghostface was just hammering down the yeah. knife shots and stuff like seemed real like a real violent ghost face you yeah. know not just kids putting on the mask for, <laughs> for a good time <laughs> <laughs> what you couple mu movies take a few notes it was fun <laughs> like, it was just a good time Halloween Kills came out yep. I thought that was a very solid follow-up being the middle movie yeah, it, yeah 
there were things that I, aspects I really liked and aspects I didn't care for as much about that one too. But it definitely like it stuck true to what it was trying to make, like with the trilogy aspect mm. for sure. Halloween Kills. It was like because it still was all taking place in that night, like from the first yeah, one. Yeah, from the first one, just kind of like the originals and shit. Even though, like, they're a continuation of the original shit, too, you know? Yeah. See, some people, like, listening to this or, like, listening to just that know the Halloween movies or that went to go see the new one without seeing the 2018 one. Then people pissed me off. It's like, of course you're going to be lost. (laughs) You have got to see... You've got to see the the right ones first. Like, I didn't even like the the new Halloween movie, man. It's confusing. None of it made sense. It's like, well, yeah, it didn't make sense, man, (laughs) because... It took place in a later part of the same night of a movie you haven't seen yet. <laughs> it's like you missed like the five hours prior. <laughs> With those callbacks to the original, I feel like we can talk about Halloween Kills more because it's been out for a while. Um, I haven't. Did we watch the extended cut of it? I don't, uh, I don't think so. We rewatched it once on Peacock during Halloween season. Yeah. Still, and that was the last time I think I. No, I showed my parents. It as well. Yeah, it was solid. Um, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to make Lori a, a whole bigger part of it in the next one because you know, she'll go in for another showdown. The mom, tr- uh, played by Judy Greer's gone now. Fucking killed her at the very end. She was brutal. Yep. And, I mean, I don't think the, the, like, the granddaughter will die, but, I mean, we'll have to see. That won't be until uh, Halloween ends will be in October, and I think that's going to be... A different vibe from the other ones. I heard it's supposed to take place like years later. I know, Not yeah, sure. that's kind of strange. I well, mean, I mean, I get it though, because making the whole trilogy in one night would be kind of crazy, and it wouldn't be night anymore either. It's like yeah, have all this shit happen. It's like, come on, how long is this night? What I also think is that they plotted them out a certain way, but then COVID happened, and they had to. Like, a lot of movies got pushed back, and they were it was trying to be in 2018 when the first one came out. So if the next one would have came out in 2019, or 20, rather, like it was supposed to, then they'd probably been like, oh, yeah, it's the same night. Which, it still is the same night, but it was another later uh, year even than it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Another year later. So, you know, I guess they had to figure out what they wanted to do with the storyline. Fucking Tommy Doyle came back. Played yeah. by, who is that, Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. Jeez. Old Anthony Michael Hall now. He was the news reporter in uh, The Dark Knight, like, you know, the Joker's doing all the, he's, like, laughing and shit. Mm. It's like, if you don't want to play the game, get out now. Like, you know, was talking about the ships and oh, yeah. shit. Anyway, fucking. He's played, like. He was always, like, the nerdy kid in the 80s movie. That's what confused me, because I was like, that's him? <laughs> Whenever I figured that out? Because he just, he like aged and he started, to me, he started looking nothing like he did when he was younger. He looks more like a, like, I don't know. He kind of has more of a burly, like older man vibe, like a grizzled older man vibe now that he did. Like he, because he was just kind of like that nerdy, like stringy, puffy haired kid and shit. (laughs) And like all the 80s shit. So yeah, like seeing him as like an older grizzled dude that's like even like a little beefier and shit, it's like. What? <laughs> yeah, he's... Well, I think he's thrown me off before, because I've seen his name listed on, like, uh, 
castings and shit. And I'm like, who does he play? Because I'm like, that's how unrecognizable he is in some roles to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we knew ahead of t- or we, we knew ahead of time. I'm pretty sure that that was gonna be, he was gonna play Tommy. Which didn't you tell me they were talking about making that Paul Rudd like from six from the sixth Halloween? Yeah, they originally it was going to be Paul Rudd, I think, but he it was filming. He was already filming another thing when they needed him, or when they needed like the Tommy shit just be filmed, so he couldn't uh, do it. Hashtag shitty man. I can't remember what movie that was that he was doing though at the time, but it might have even been a TV show. He's probably working on the third Ant-Man here soon, too. It could have been something like one of those. Or, like, maybe something to do with the Avengers or something. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know either. But it seems like we, it seems like we watched the thing not too long ago. Because I remember being like, this is probably what Paul Rudd was doing. <laughs> Whatever oh. Halloween was being filmed. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was, but I, I remember you saying that. I watched some new things this past, like, horror season that were pretty good. Well, you watched a lot of those classic monster movies, and I watched watched that. Universal monster movies. Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. That was pretty good. It was really. Wasn't that another 90s classic, like, with the set and everything? Everything was. What's interesting about the 90s stuff was that they only had. If they had to use very, very early CGI, if you notice. But they were able to make and create bigger and larger and cooler sets than ever before. So it was almost like the last little era of all the sets with the very early CGI. And so watching that stuff back, like, the sets are enormous and fucking really cool on, like, a lot of movies. Like, especially the 90s movies. Yeah, I watched that one. It's because I, you know, checked out all the old classics, which I'll probably start watching those every year, too, just because they're they're only, like, an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 10 minutes, usually, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, it's... I just like the classic ass old vibe, You're like black and white and shit. The overacting of everything. Yeah. But like, oh well, yeah, on those, those are like some old, especially the thirties ones. Yeah. Those are some old Frankenstein ones. and Dracula both came out in thirty one. <laughs> the Invisible Man came out in thirty three. The Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, I watched. Oh man. But I also watched the 90s Frankenstein where Robert De Niro played the monster. And that was pretty good too, but it was like different because he didn't look like Frankenstein's monster you always see. Like the green yeah. with the like big head and shit. He was just like de- what he, became? he was just like deformed and scarred up and shit just because they made him look more kind of real cuz it was like supposed to be the modern take or whatever on the classic tale like so they made him just look like he literally had like different body parts and different pieces of skin just like stapled and stitched onto him and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like it was one of those things that just took off and then he became green and then he added all these other things and now yeah. he's on like candy boxes and shit. It's like <laughs> this is what he's became. He's like one of the it's like Frankenstein, Dracula, the devil are like just the classic old Halloween costumes and shit. Ghosts and shit. Yeah, ghosts. Witches. <laughs> Uh, I guess earlier, like around your birthday, we saw Candyman, and I had never seen the original until we watched. That was what led off the list, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was pretty damn good too. That was like a shorter. Uh, well, I guess Jordan Peele is the writer of that one. I don't know if I don't know who directed. Oh, Cabrini Green, but the he, projects in Chicago. Yeah, where it takes place, or the old projects in Chicago. I don't even think they exist anymore. They're was, like 
a nice neighborhood now. It was pretty cool because it was like some of the kills in that, even though you didn't even see everything, you almost didn't have to because they were like pretty devastating seeming just with like yeah what they left out even almost was like eerie, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was like his presence showing his up presence was supposed to be the sure. ominous part of it more yeah. than though I kill. Yeah. Because he was, yeah, just kind of like an omnipresent, just kind of like show up out of thin air, you know? Like, all you had to do was call him, and it's like, oh, here he is now. Yeah. Gonna kill your ass. And you just leave the whole scene of bloodbath, always. Did you end up watching that again? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I haven't seen it since then, either. It is kind of cool, though, because, like, they don't have many, uh... Like, horror movies, naturally, now, now that Jordan Peele's making a lot more, there is more. But they didn't have, especially, like, when the Candymans were being made originally. Like, they didn't have a lot of, like, black-themed horror movies where, like, most of the cast and the monster and, like, mm-hmm. everything was, like, sort of black. And it was in, like, a black neighborhood, even. Like, they did it, like, you didn't see many horror movies even, like in the city or anything like that. So that was kind of a different vibe, too. Yeah. And most of them take place, you know, out in the middle of the woods or some shit. Or... That, that, well, in reality, I mean, scary shit can definitely happen in the city. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But, like, it's, I think the scenery does kind of play a part as well. Like, in just the, well, because, like, whenever you have somebody in the woods or, like, the those... the secluded old, those, area is kind of more creepy. Those typically. are, yeah. That's kind of, I think that's, like, a natural thing, too. But yeah, it's I, I didn't even like I thought about that. But yeah, that's I mean that's true. Um, well, definitely with Jordan Peele making movies, but yeah. uh, with the Candyman aspect too, because that was from what ninety two. Yeah, I think the 20, original one years. came out in ninety two. Um, I mean, we watched all the big series, obviously the Saws, Nightmare on Elm Street, pretty much every Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, Scream, a lot of, uh, Chucky. Watch All the Chucky those, series yeah. too. I, I'm actually kind of ready for season two already. Like that was pretty good, uh, honestly. It was a good slasher like show. Like it's kind of a cool thing that they decided that instead of like doing another like Child's Play because they even just had the remake Child's Play a few years back. Instead of just like revamping it again, they're just like you know what? Fuck, let's just bring. All the original shit back. Let's just say all the stuff that happened happened, and we'll just like continue it with a show. <laughs> that storyline's been going a long time, like the original and shit. Yeah. And I mean, eventually they even referenced like the kid that he had, and like yeah. a lot of the seed of Chucky stuff. Charles Lee Ray. Good guy. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Um, Walking Dead wise man and it's back now but even that first part going back to October and stuff is like that happened like I think that it was airing a little before October started yeah but we're in the final fucking get now like this is it like this is the final run this is well we're now in part two of three but part one like, that was like, what aired a few months ago. Yeah. I'm trying to recall, like, where... where okay, so, ten, season 10 left off of the Negan prequel, and then season 11 opened up. Which was so good. It really was, that yeah. That Negan prequel. Oh, that was amazing, yeah. 
Um, that was a lot of people say that's one of the best episodes of the series. Yeah, Would I you could think? see that single handedly, like just one off. You because like yeah, you don't have to see any of the other episodes. It's like just a like a movie in one single episode. Yeah, it might be one of definitely one of the best one off episodes of the whole series. Just single episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had, like, little bullshit that he did, but nothing, like, it was, he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna leave, and Carol's like, or he said, or she said that Maggie doesn't want you back, or something like that. Booted him out. And nobody booted him out, it was just, that was the interwoven, like, little other pieces that make it the now episode. She was just like, oh, you're gonna stay in this little cabin instead. he went back to the hill, like, to where, uh, like, where the fucking war ended with Rick, and they had their final fight and shit, and, like, he was digging up, like, trying to find Lucille and then fucking by the end of the episode he was like burying her again I'm pretty sure well, he or had, no he burned yeah, her he had her burial by fire yeah he like yeah. wrapped it in a towel and yeah put it in that fire it was funny though cause like it told the whole story and then it like comes back and there's just he's still in that same area where there's just a whole bunch of holes like all around cause he's just <laughs> been like digging the whole time thinking yeah then he eventually hit it she's like he's Maggie's like still out there still it's like fuck how long was it out there yeah for years I mean he served a whole I was thinking about this the other day he served a whole prison sentence in there he was in there for like seven years <laughs> yeah he was in that that was that'd be terrible yeah especially if like that kind of thing doesn't even necessarily exist anymore yeah and you're like fuck I gotta be in here it's like <laughs> of all things I somehow get locked up in the apocalypse <laughs> He looked, there was a few scenes, too, like, during that stint they showed him where he just looked rough. Oh, yeah. Like, going through it. He was asking for death at a certain point, like, whenever Maggie was asking him to come into the light. Yeah. And that's why she chose to leave, because she's, like, whenever he saw, or she saw that he was, like, broken in season uh, nine, like, the same episode Rick left, she's just kind of, like, uh, she even kind of showed pity on him in that moment, because she said, uh, Maggie, she's, like... He's like, uh, you're, or you're already dead, or you're pretty much dead already, or something like that. Like, or you're almost, wor- you're worse than dead. Yeah, even. you're worse than dead, or, you know, just because he was really asking for it, and he was in, like, a f- small-ass, like, like, whatever the fuck his cell was. Yeah. Small enough to have, like, a little bed. He was, it. like, starving himself, just because he was done. He's oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck this. Gave <laughs> up. But her thing was, she couldn't stay if he was going to still be there, you know what I mean? She's like, she's like, fuck, like, because he's already worse than dead or whatever, so it's like, well, what do you do? And then she went off and started raising uh, her son. Yeah. Glenn's child. Good old Herschel. Yeah. Herschel, that's what we were talking about before, like, them renaming some of the, like, the next generation and shit like that. Yeah. being like the characters from the past um yeah the reapers they tried to raise some real hell of course daryl got mixed up with that leah girl and that was nothing but trouble for him (laughs) season 11 um yeah there's speculation that uh negan will come back with her yeah i i could maybe see it happening do they have other people with them or is it just them two or 
they might, because I mean, she still had the her her group. Yeah, but Maggie went Hope through and shot them all. Yeah, she Whenever did they... shoot. I don't. Did, well, was she all shot of them, like though? two of them. Yeah, she killed two of them though. She didn't kill because she shot Leah too, but Leo just took a. She wit, shot like, that one shot. dude that, like, was that hated Daryl. The three guys. It was it was Leah and two guys and Maggie, Negan, a few other people were there, and then they agreed, but they dropped their weapons, walked away, and then Maggie ran and hunted them down and shot him. She shot Leo, Leah, but it only got her like shoulder. Yeah. And then Daryl knew she was like on the other side of this, like uh, some of this fucking old like broken down shit. And he's like, he's like, "Well, go." He's like, "Before I change my mind," because he's like, "I don't." He did, you know, he didn't want to kill her, but he's like, you know, you gotta go. Like, we're not, yeah. we're not mixing this up. We're not doing this. Anybody sees this talking right now, yeah. Dead. So, I mean, the thing is, too, like, yeah, Maggie. In recent times, since she came back to the group, like, because she was gone, you know, forever with another group, and then that group apparently got, like, owned by some shit, and she, Mm -hmm. like, came back with the survivors and stuff. Like, she's been ruthless as fuck since she came back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, she just doesn't think twice to kill and shit. She probably never thought that shit was going to happen after being with, like, that group for, like, six years. And, uh, you know, your numbers eventually started dwindling, like, in the apocalypse. She even had that one scene where they had the time to let that dude in the train car. And the walkers were coming, and she mm-hmm. was like, nope, don't open the door. And, like, just watched, like, looked that dude in the eyes. He got, like, ripped apart and shit. He was like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seeing, like, Negan's just kind of looking. He's like, you know what I think. Like, he agrees with some of her decisions, but some of them have been downright ruthless. I don't even think... The problem is he doesn't trust her. He's like, even if just seeing what she's done to some of these people, he's just like, it's a matter of time before you decide the same for me. Just why haven't I killed this guy yet? Fuck it, I'll yeah. just do it. You know, and it's like if she's acting like the way she is, I can a hundred percent see his point. Well, yeah, being the it's way like, that she is and had been the like resentment she does for him. Yeah, I could definitely see him being like, this is you like your attitude recently. You could even come up and kill me in my sleep. Like I'm I, fucking. I almost think it's it her hatred for Negan ate her alive so much that like now especially that it's almost hard for her to kill him pissed her off even more and like she's that's probably why she's getting such a high off killing all these motherfuckers yeah or like especially the ones she's doing in front of him like you know like I could do this to you kind of shit like making sure like he's yeah. there whenever she has these fucking ruthless ass stabbings and killings and shit because he even had, they even had that scene where he asked her he was like why haven't you just killed me yet then mm-hmm. and she like threw that knife right over his head and was like I asked myself that every single day <laughs> it's like yeah I'm leaving yeah yeah <laughs> oh no exactly and uh what are we so it's part two now and there's there's there was eight episodes in each part of season 11 and the whole thing's 24 episodes so we've now seen ten of them. Cause we're like what two weeks into the second part. I have I have a feeling yeah. shit's shit's now like now that they're gonna walk through the six months that they kind of overlapped uh, by showing us that shit like over Daryl's outside the gate of Hilltop. I think we're gonna see some uh, interesting shit go down. We should. I mean, this is the fucking go home, man. This is the end. I know. This is like 
I don't know how the whole all the like Commonwealth shit's gonna tie back into the group. It was kind of weird seeing the last episode because it was like, mm-hmm. like what what is happening here? Like why is Daryl over there? Like I know and fucking what, around. Like people are thinking like they're talking about Connie and Daryl getting together and stuff. But like before I say anything, I'm not even mean like rolling my eyes about that. I'm like, but they've always talked about Daryl having some sort of relationship on the show or whatever else. He's clearly into her. But, yeah, to be honest, like, it would be a little different. You could almost see if, like, Daryl was with somebody. Like, you could almost see that sort of being a thing, like, because she's, like, mute and everything. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's... She's really, like, a and sweet he's quiet. Though. Yeah. So it kind of works. Um, I could... I could see it. <laughs> yeah. It is... It's kind of been, like... In a way, though, it has been sort of uh, cool to see that side and that sort of thing for Daryl. Because, like, mm-hmm. you can't really help but be like, oh, man, but cheer for, cheer for the guy. Because, yeah, he's done so much for the group, but he's always been the lone wolf and shit. <laughs> and he's fucking kind of seems like yeah. just, I don't know, like, kind of hated, hateful in the new world a little bit. Like, he just is like, ugh. He's only doing this because he cares about everybody else so much, you know, more than yeah. he really cares oh, for he, himself. If it was easier, he's kind of he was kind of hinted at that ahead of time. Like he's like, if I could just kind of break off and do my own thing again. But he yeah. just feels now he's got so many of these intertwined relationships, so he's just like he does now too. Yeah, he's also a big part of Judith's life and shit, mm-hmm. and like yeah, a big part of the and RJ too, really, like because. They don't show RJ all that much. It's surprising me, considering it's Rick and Michonne's kid. But like he was just in the last episode. The Rick and, or the Daryl and Carol show will be after the future moment, and they'll be like sixty five on the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, by now they're definitely in there. They're definitely a little bit older. I mean, Daryl's almost looked the goddamn same for like since season four. <laughs> It is really funny in, like, 1 and 2, though, because he looks with his short hair and shit. He looks yeah. fucking way younger. <laughs> you remember how, like, when he came back from his, like, hunt uh, in season 1, like, from killing that buck or, or whatever, and he's just, like, the walker was eating it? He's like, oh, man. He, like, started bitching. He's like, where's my brother at? He tried fighting everybody around there. <laughs> it's like, dude. <laughs> Early on, yeah, he was still, like, in all of his fucking weight, like, his just his ways out there, and you know, I'm sure being around Murrow all the time had him have a pissy attitude. All yeah, it's kind of uh, <laughs> pissed off redneck vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Daryl turned out to be like the most valuable asset to the group. He did. He did a lot. <laughs> he kept a lot of people alive too. I'm. Uh, I mean, we're, here we are, fucking all this time later too, like years later. And we're still waiting for these Rick movies to come out. I know. It's like, I am so looking forward to them, but at a certain point, watch what happens with Avatar when it releases in the theaters. You can't, like, if something's hot, if something picked up a lot of steam, like, you're going to release it. Granted, that sounds hypocritical since it's the first podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? We'll make it up to you. <laughs> but anyways, no, like... It's just like you don't pick up that much steam. But see, I mean that was that became the highest grossing movie of all time. 
comparing ourselves to that's a little that's a little much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is also for fun at the end of the day too. Yeah, we're just um but my point is if something's got a lot of steam, a lot of hype, a lot of energy, like you don't kill it when it's at its fucking highest. You gotta you gotta like get this shit out. You gotta work on shit. The fucking hype died for Avatar after it took so many years. Then it then it was like, alright, no, it's for sure, we're filming it. But then it got delayed like six more times. Yeah, I know. It's not Dude, I'd put money on the fact that it's gonna get delayed again. And it's not breaking any <laughs> records this time. It's just uh, yeah. I mean it'll do good still. It's it'll... not gonna be a box office flop, but it's mm-hmm. going to It's not gonna do as good as one. It'll probably be in the top it might even make it into the top ten. But it's not gonna do as no. Now there's like three or four movies with absurd amount of fucking money like you know all time in the box office yeah it's like Titanic Force Awakens um Avatar and Endgame yeah movies we've seen a couple new movies recently Jackass Forever Uncharted Jackass them old ass men fucking still taking the (laughs) beatings (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I love that shit though. Like, I grew up watching Jackass. I like. I've always loved like Johnny Knoxville and Steve O, especially. Just, I don't. I felt sort of a connection to them over the years for some reason. Like I've just been like, like I, I feel, I don't know Johnny Johnny especially though. Did it inspire any of the wild shit you guys would do at Steven's house? Probably. <laughs> I'm sure that it also inspired some of the wild shit that I participated in and watched my brother and his friends do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it's every idea breeds like other ideas. Like you think, you know, you see things happen. You're like, how can I do this differently or or better or build upon it or whatever? You know, ideas sprout other ideas. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure like to a degree, like we did some goofy and crazy shit in wrestling because I mean, obviously from wrestling, but also the things we've seen. You know, just absurdity and, like, hilarity, like, in the different, you know, all the content we've consumed over the years. Yeah. It's pretty funny, though, because, like, you know, like, I told you Johnny Knoxville, like, suffered, like, a broken rib, broken wrists, Mm -hmm. and, like, a severe concussion from that bull hit or whatever that he took in this last movie. And he basically said he's never going to do the, like get like charged by a bull again because he basically did that in every movie up to that one he's like that's probably the last time I'll ever do that stunt but you would think that that would just be the last movie like these guys are getting old like that's their send off and shit but I heard him say in a podcast with Steve-O that he was like yeah you know pretty much after the first Jackass I said that's the only Jackass movie ever being made he's like then after two I said that was it then after three I said that was it he's like this is actually the only movie that I haven't told the press that this is for sure it. He's like, because who knows? He's like, maybe there'll be another one, maybe there won't be. I'm like, dude, yeah. you guys are like mid-40s now and shit. They're getting their bodies wrecked. Preston Lacey, the big fat guy, he's like 51. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Taking some wild stones, fucking Knoxville, might it? He's gonna find himself in this... Uh, Mania match with uh, Sammy, or he, he he did you watch SmackDown? No, he was uh, he came out whenever he's like an open challenge, 
I'm trying to remember if they booked it for like a few weeks from now, or they booked it for. I mean, it's clearly got to be a Mania match, regardless. You would think. Ah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Well, what what else is Sammy gonna do? Like, yeah. Defend the belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Like, I don't know if he's gonna win the match. Like, he might. Fuck. <laughs> they can actually do that and vote. Like, put all these celebrities in them and have all of them win. Because they normally don't lose at Mania. That's what I was already saying, though. I was like, is Johnny going to be at Mania? Because they already have celebrity matches happening. Like, Logan... But I guess he is if he's still, like, coming around. I just didn't see this recent SmackDown. Mm -hmm. I figured they put the belt on Sammy because that shit fell through or something. And they were like, oh, there goes your Mania playing with Johnny, so we're going to put the belt on you. He came out to the to the challenge. He's like, no, no, Johnny, no. I'm not going to... We didn't want to have it at first, but it's like... I mean, whenever you put an open invite to all comers, like, fucking Johnny Knoxville comes out, man. <laughs> you might win that belt. <clears throat> There's no way that, like, I'll, I'll honestly be disappointed in WWE if they don't let him, like, take some sort of spot in his match, Knoxville? though. Yeah. Oh, like a big one? Yeah. Like, I was going to say, he'll better, take he'll He take better go through, like, sure. some tables or some shit or do some shit. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm sure he wants to. That's six, the thing. Six tables stacked up. Like, if WWE, if none of that happened, I would be like, WWE told him he couldn't do some crazy stunt. Because if it was up to him, he'd be like, well, I want to do this shit. And they'd probably, like, turn it down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Because they already apparently took some flack. Because I heard people being kind of pissed that he was going to be competing in general. Because he had he's had so many head injuries. That they're like, oh, well, you wouldn't let these guys compete or whatever because of how many concussions they've sustained. But, like, Johnny Knoxville's had, like, fucking numerous concussions and a brain hemorrhage and shit, and he's competing. True. So. And that kind of does make it real dicey, like, in the eyes of the superstars. <clears throat> like, if it, like, what about whenever fucking Danielson was on the shelf for, you know what I'm saying, a couple of yeah. years? Yeah, he, he was, was a and, big one. And he was... Not just, it wasn't even a de- really a debatable thing. He had been, like, well, I mean, assuming my facts are correct here, because that's what I had fucking read and heard from everything, but I had read that he had been cleared from doctors everywhere, like his personal doctor, just whoever, not WWE's doctors. And that's, like, one of the things that Punk was complaining about. Yeah. And they wouldn't pass him for some reason. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just, but he's, and so, before, like, they let, they let him, like, have his career back, he was, like, Everybody thought, like, he might leave if he doesn't because that's how important wrestling is to him. Yeah. It's like, I'm not... Being here is not worth me never having wrestled again where I'm especially as young as he was when he started again. It's like, you know, that was only a few years ago. And, you know, I mean, if they're not going to clear you, yeah, it's going to go somewhere else. Seems like that's kind of a they, so they're common strict. thing. You hear, like, mm-hmm. that their doctors don't clear people. Or they, that their talent has trouble with their doctors in one way or another, at least. Like, that they either don't treat them right, or they don't fucking clear them to compete, or some shit. You gotta take this, you gotta piss in this, you gotta do as what Punk said. He's like, they're doing me all this shit. Sounds like, oh, it sounds like glorified <laughs> school nurse in ways. Dude, we haven't even talked about, like, since fucking Punk has come back to wrestling, even, man. Like... No. Um, but, I mean, he's had a few matches by now. Obviously, we're going to do a little thing for uh, Revolution and, uh, you know, watch that and shit. And he's facing 
MJF mm-hmm. fucking dog collar match. That's going to be good. I think some people criticize the way he's been booked since he's been in AEW, but, like, I think it makes sense. Like, knock the rust off for a while before you really put him on a run run. You know what I'm saying? Why would he come back and immediately jump to the main event? No. I mean, like, he shouldn't... Uh, he obviously shouldn't be competing for the title yet, and I feel like... I feel like, honestly, this thing with MJF is, like, perfect for it him is. to be doing. This is, a, this is the biggest thing he's done. It's and it's thing perfect MJF's for MJF done. to be doing. Yeah, it's yeah. like... It's gonna be a really big rivalry... In both their careers, like their respected yeah. parts of their careers too, yeah. like this is Punk's ladder, you know he's like the vet and shit now, and MJF's like just starting out. Yeah, and Punk's got another run in him, but I mean he's he's probably got a while, but that's you know, it's not like he's a young buck still. He's yeah. fucking like he could go another, who knows how long, five ten years. But I don't really, I mean I don't see him also staying forever. The other Hello. thing is, it really helped him out. Not to be bumping for seven years. His yeah. body could be healing, you know? So. It's probably... The bumps are probably a little uh, tougher to take here initially, mm-hmm. but... I'm sure that's also just part of the ring rust thing. Those promos they just did fucking tore it the, up, though, on Dynamite and shit. Dude, yeah, MJF, like, modern heels, one of the most entertaining. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's so good on the mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily and he's so young. <laughs> yeah, he's our age. Yeah. He's just... He's got one of those, like, wrestling minds, and he probably... You can tell underneath it all, like... Like, he's even, he's even a dickhead, you know, on social media and shit, a dickhead... Like, he, he doesn't let the facade down, but, like, underneath it all, like, you can tell that he... that Playing that character and, like... Doing his shit, it's all so important to him. Like, mm-hmm. he probably really is, like, practices the fuck out of his promos and, like, oh, kind of yeah. knows the cues he wants to hit and all this shit. And, and you can tell when you watch him and you listen to his promos, he's 100% in. Yeah. Like, he's in. Like, this is fucking what he's going to be the best at in the world. Like, I'm not even, that's not even, like, necessarily for my words. Like, that's what he wants to be. Like, he's like, I'm going to fucking be the greatest of all time. Like, he's going for the fucking moon. And he's good at a young age, so it's like, damn. Yeah, he's... He also, I feel like, kind of does shit in ways that, like, most modern guys don't do. Where he, like, yeah, he doesn't really let... He doesn't let the smoke screen down, like, ever. Like, no. he's that guy all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's him, but he's also, like... Pushing it elevated to a, just a crazy sense. Dude, some of just some of his like his vocabulary, like his words, he just he fucking knows. He says just the things that you would want to hear to like laugh and be entertained, but also the stuff that you know within like the wrestling world be like, oh damn, that's a shot and getting <laughs> under the skin of like his opponent. It's like damn. <laughs> but uh yeah, he's it's been good. Like the rivalry's been good. I really I really am looking forward to AEW Revolution too. I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Yeah, um, pay per view is gonna be good. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah we'll talk some more about that. Fucking, um, what was I gonna say too? Weird before before with Jackass, I was gonna say we saw that Uncharted movie too. Yeah. That was the third movie I've seen since the year started. Um, pretty good. I mean, Wahlberg and Tom Holland are pretty good actors, but like the game, the, I get. Well, I, I was gonna say I've never played the game. But I thought the movie 
was a pretty good depiction of what the game, what I'd kind of seen and, like, the adventure of it all, you know what I mean? Yeah, I liked, it felt like a modern, like, adventure movie. That's what I liked. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, like, I've always been into that kind of shit anyways, like, Indiana Jones and stuff like that. Like, just an adventure, action-adventure style movie. So, like, having kind of, and they're, like, looking for treasure and they're on all these different islands and shit. It was a cool thing, like, a cool take, because you don't always get that nowadays too it's kind of like a special sort of movie when it's like that you know what i mean it did feel sort of like indiana jones ish yeah that's that's what i thought especially when they brought or brought up that like cross jewel um <clears throat> i was like damn yeah don't lock them with the keys and yeah stuff. indiana yeah. jones vibes immediately which uh i mean the fifth one of those is still gonna be coming out but Unfortunately, I think six months ago, maybe more, whenever Harrison Ford got hurt on the set, it like pushed the movie back again. So, but it's coming out. I don't even. I don't think that'll be the. La- I think that'll be the last one for sure. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to it though. It's gonna be good. Should have done it years. Are ago. they bringing Shia LaBeouf back? I don't think so. Because I know originally they said they weren't going to, but now I, he's kind of having a Hollywood redemption, so I didn't know if he would Oh, I don't know. get brought back or not. Maybe I'll have a reference, or maybe I'll have a small part or something. Because he was like, he was in the like mid to late 2000s, it seemed like he was in everything. Mm-hmm. And then like he was another sort of Tobey Maguire situation where he, it was like it just got around Hollywood that he was sort of crazy and sort of an asshole, so he just quit getting jobs. And, like, anything. And then he was just, like, all these crazy articles were coming out about him for years where he was like, oh, he fucking tried to fight a cop after he asked the cop for a cigarette. The cop said he didn't have one. He Shia LaBeouf, like, not yeah. Toby. Though. Yeah, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Well, Toby, and I was going to say, Toby was in Gatsby. That was a pretty damn big Yeah, movie. that was, like, the last thing he was in before the Spider-Man movie. Like, they yeah, said he just I, quit getting casted because he was, like, like, I had heard that he was just sort of, like, an outright asshole at these Hollywood parties and shit. And people oh, were just like, dude, fuck this guy. wild. It got in his head after he <coughs> me. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, I, I was fucking Spider-Man, man. <laughs> fuck all these people. <laughs> people are actually, like, taking his drinks, and he's just like, fuck, I was fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> man, Spider-Man like, being an asshole at these parties. <laughs> <laughs> Quit inviting him to this shit. <laughs> I, dude, I've loved his Spider-Man movies. That No Way Home movie was awesome, though. Yeah. That was like... That Halloween Kills, I was so amped for, like, when last year began. Because, uh, I mean, the rumor was that the three Spider-Mans were going to be coming back. And by now, everybody's heard about this. This isn't a spoiler. You've seen it a hundred times in a hundred different <laughs> memes on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. <clears throat> but... Yeah, I, uh, rewatching The Amazing Spider-Mans, I did like him more, too. I liked Andrew Garfield a little more. Um, yes, fucking, he seems like... He seems like he'd be pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good dude. Uh, he was also good in, like, The Social Network and stuff like that. He get he just got fired from it because he... He, like, quit. he did kind of fuck up. I think he was... Like, was late all the time That and was shit. the age he was, and I think he was consuming all the shit he was... He was probably, like, hanging out and fucking partying yeah, and doing out shit. late. <laughs> They're trying to show up to set at actually whatever time. 
actually late to his fucking meeting. That's in that's what I had heard. <laughs> They're like, listen, have these executives was, waiting around for an hour. I'm and shit. sure it wasn't the only thing, or it wasn't the only time. If that's the case, it was probably the only time it was public because they finally had it. They're like, all right, this guy, he's he's not old enough as end of the deal. It's like if you're not an established enough name, like it. I mean, you can be whoever. Like, even Matthew McConaughey said, like, in his book, he was like, being in the position of being an actor or an actress or an entertainer of any sort, like, musician, whatever, he's like, you're dispensable. Like, if you're not there to fill the spot they want you to fill, they'll move on from you. They got no problem doing it. Like, the only person that it's affecting is you. Oh, yeah. Like, you think, oh, they can't do this shit without me. Like, I'm the heart and soul of this. Like, they'll, they'll move on, man. They have <laughs> so much talent out there. That Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's They're like, oh, well. Find yeah, we were riding on you, but if you're going to be an issue, then we don't care to start over with somebody else. If they really need to, they'll fork out more money to a really established star just to get them to come back and be like, hey, dude, you want this? We'll pay you yeah. 40 fucking million bucks for this role. Granted, the rest of your cast might not uh, be such names if you hire somebody for that much. Like, the last... Like, I don't know if anybody gets, like, the Marlon Brando treatment anymore because there's just so many names now that, like... You can't just be off on your own island and be like, oh, yeah, send me 50 grand and I'll read the script. It won't even be a yes <laughs> or no. That's just to let you know that I'll actually read it and give it my consideration. Like, nowadays, there's so many fucking people out there, so many mouths, like, trying to be fed. And, like, oh, yeah. That <laughs> you can't be that way, no matter who you are. You, not even Leo DiCaprio. But I mean, he he's one of those actors, though, where I feel like roles are kind of made for him. Yeah. Like, they're, like, thinking 100%. about him in mind when they're they make the shit. building it around him, and then you cast people accordingly. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh... There's I very few it. names like him, though. <laughs> Marlon Brando. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's some that draw a lot, but he's... He's been a lot of stuff, and he's still kind of in roles that, you know, he can kind of just do whatever the hell he wants. He's like, you know, like, if, if they're made for him, especially, or if they're, you know, yeah. he's also casted in biopics, which I had heard that fucking, he was going to be Jim Jones in, like, a movie about him. Yeah, that was going to be, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be insane? It'd probably be really good. If it was about, like, yeah, just the whole cult thing, that would be, I think I saw, I thought I saw some picture. Um, with, like, the glasses on and shit. Yeah, I could definitely see them decking him out. And... Drink the Kool-Aid! He's Crazy, very... that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's one of those actors, too, that, like, he just kind of, like, immerses himself in that role once he has that role. Like, while they're filming that movie, he basically seems like he becomes that guy. Like, he's kind of just, like, while he's on set, he tries to live... The, the role, you know what I mean? Leo yeah. DiCaprio. Because his roles are always very, like, specified things, too, it seems like. Like, oh, you're, you're this guy, you're doing this. Like, fucking The Revenant, like. I rewatching that. Wolf I was, of Wall Street, all that, like, just things like that. <clears throat> yeah, he's done exceptional work in a lot of stuff. I, not too long ago, finally saw that, uh, 
movie Catch Me If You Can with him and Tom Hanks from like mm-hmm. the early 2000s. That was pretty good. He was real young then. <clears throat> yeah, it's I, always funny seeing him like real young. Oh, shit. even before Titanic, he was getting cast in like main roles, and then he was like kind of cast after that. I mean, he grew up in all this shit. Yeah, but he like stayed the course and fucking made himself into the biggest box, you know, the biggest star. I was gonna say box office star, but I think per movie, he still probably demands maybe the most money. Um, just his name. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, freaking, I don't know the. The next thing we're seeing is going to be the Batman. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's going to be fucking solid as shit, man. That's what I've been hearing. I know, yeah. Um, getting good reviews. We can take a short break real quick if you want to. Yeah. Tune back in in just a second, and we'll get back to that. Alrighty. We're back, and we were talking about the movie The Batman, which we're seeing tomorrow. Fucking getting pretty raving reviews. And I was going to say, like... I'm really hopeful for this movie and shit, but I don't think it has to be compared to, like, the Dark Knight movies for it to be, like, worth a shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, for, for it to really, you know what I mean? Like, people don't have to be like, oh, it's, it's fucking better or worse than this. Yeah. It's just, like, it can also be different. I mean, there's Batman stories that are just very different from one another. Um, but, like, I could, t- like, we were talking about the other day, like, but like just all the people saying they're like, oh, it's the best since the original. How many times you heard that lately? You know yeah. that kind of shit. But I think it's gonna be sick because Penguin's back in uh, on screen for the first time since Batman Returns. The Riddler since fucking Jim Carrey was the Riddler in '95. He's a great Riddler though. He was. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like I think it can stand alone. I think it could be something completely different. I think it'll be fucking sick, honestly. But uh, we shall see tomorrow. It's gonna be like a a younger Bruce Wayne too. So like his younger days with like yeah. young. The villains are gonna be a little younger and shit. See, that's why people were a little skeptical about like them tying somehow Batman Beyond into it because he like looks a little bit like Terry McGinnis and Batman Beyond and shit, like dark hair, you know? Yeah, white dude. It's like. You know, Robert Robert Pattinson. We'll see what he's got. Some people are still doubting him, but you know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be fucking edgy. I think it'll but be gritty. That emo Batman, they're saying. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I can definitely see that. It kind of looks like that from the trailers. He's got, because he's still got that Pattinson, like, he can do that just, like, blank, emotionless looking face and 100%. shit. All those Twilight people could. Yeah. He was... He's a good actor, though. He I, I have that. faith in Pat. Yeah, so. I, I, I think so. I like. I mean, we saw his performance in the in that fucking uh, lighthouse movie with Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, man, he killed it in fucking goddamn No Way Home. Yeah, he was like the main villain, really, but he wasn't pretty like, much. completely in connect with himself. Like he was just like that was his you know other side of his personality and shit, and he was like the evil you know side doing the shit. I always like he's a. Uh... He's a very respected actor, too, mm-hmm. Defoe. Like, I feel like a lot of actors even think that he's a great actor, you know? He's been in a lot of shit. He was in American Psycho. Yeah. He was, yeah. Oh, I see him pop up, and he was uh, in Platoon. Yeah. What else? 
I mean, yeah, he's I been in some big roles. With, with oh, he was a good guy, too. He was, like, one of the few good guys Yeah. kind of in the platoon, really. Like, fully, like, that wasn't kind of a piece of trash. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of them were taking full advantage of their situation. The fact that they were, like, had all the power and yeah, they could just come in there and do whatever they want to these villages and these people because they had the guns and shit. But, like, Defoe actually seemed like he was pretty good. But he just, like, I think what got him killed is didn't he, like, punch one of the other dudes that was fucking with one of the Vietnamese, like, civilians? Like, he was, like, really fucking with him, like, shooting at his feet or some shit. And Defoe, like, kind of, like, stood up for him and the rest of the platoon kind of turned on him. And they left him there. It was like, Jesus oh, Christ. yeah. Because they left him in the spot, and then no, he got he, yeah, chased Yeah, they fucked down. him yeah. over big time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, or, yeah, I remember, like, I remember that main thing, and fucking, like... I mean, some of that could have been misinformation, but I definitely remember... Well, I remember they, him getting screwed over. They left his ass yeah. on the mission. Like, they all just, they got back on the helicopters, because I remember Sheen's character, like, looking off and feeling, like, really shitty. I remember we watched that and Full Metal Jacket. Both spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Insane. <clears throat> they're, yeah, they're like wild, just kind of gripping movies, you know? Oh, yeah, they put you in the shit. It's like, all right, man, this is fucking pretty dope war shit. Saving, like, those are some of those war movies. movies. Yeah. Some of those war movies are just... I mean, they're always pretty, like, hardcore, you know? I mean, it's war. Yeah. Like, Saving Private Ryan... That one was crazy, too. He's, like, at the beginning of the movie when it's, like, D-Day, and he's running along with the guy next to him, and he's like, yells out some shit to him, and then he just looks back, and the dude's, like, like headless. Just, like, falling to the ground crazy. and you shit. You see that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking... Just seeing every, like, the damage to the buildings and, like, the, the fucking... Just all the... War is terrible, dude. On the fucking ground. It's fucking insane. Like in some of that. D Day was like, oh, that was a was horrific. Brutal. <laughs> it was a brutal fucking day. Like at the beginning just, of that, that's how that movie started. Well, they were like on those boats, yeah. and they were like heading to D Day, because like they were like getting close. Because some of the guys were like, like lighting cigarettes and like shaking and shit. Some of the dudes were like throwing up on the boat and stuff. Like, some nerve-wracking shit. You're basically like, alright, well, I'm running into about 40% chance of survival here. <laughs> if if not less. You know, depending upon where you end up. Because we were just trying to take it by sheer numbers, pretty much, on D-Day. Yeah. It was like, we knew we were going to be coming onto the beach and they were fully going to be prepared for us like and they had the higher ground but we were like ah we're just gonna keep coming and keep coming eventually we're gonna get up there and we're gonna take this shit but it's like Jesus it's what happened sacrifice the fuck uh, out of some people though yeah <clears throat> strength in numbers but that's like they they won't do shit like that anymore like they're not that's actually some crazy shit like they could you know, would, would put so many lives in Yeah, they're like, not trying does, to but have that many so casualties in one many. battle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, it was then. I mean, the world was much, you know, more... And there's not wars like that. 40s. 
that was World War. Like, it was country versus country, so they were just laying it all out on the line. So, like, yeah. motherfuckers were dying. Now, oh. now when we go to, like, war, it's, you know, against terrorist groups and shit. So, it's a little more... I mean, not that there's... Not that it's not still horrific and there's not casualties and terrible shit that happens in those foreign countries, but it's not as, like, balls-out warfare, I feel like. No, it's more, uh... I mean, I'm not gonna, like, speak about it too heavily, yeah, so I, I don't know, but, I, like... That's what I, I mean, it's still I would it's still assume, war. with all the technology we have and, like, the certain, like, all the things they could send over at any time and, you know, take out this group or, the, you know what I'm saying, like, just all the technologies they have, everything is probably way more calculated and careful... And coordinated than it used to be. Yeah, I would assume. And military technology is just so much yeah. better. Like yeah, they exactly. can, they can calculate shit. Snipers can take out dudes from like a mile away and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're like the best ones. Yeah. Like, a lot right. of them probably, He's sitting like, there eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, like way away. <laughs> just never. Jesus. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's crazy. It's like, it's real shit, but it's, yeah, it's fucking wild. Damn. <laughs> That'll get him motivated. <laughs> <laughs> got, got off on a little... We're back! Sidetrack there, but... No, uh, I think it's time. War's got on the mind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it off the mind. Let's... Well, I think it's time for uh, another... Exciting round for the returning good, the bad, and the shits. You guys oh, love yeah. it. You know it. It's back. Why don't you start us off? All right. Well, I got to look here because I kind of forgot <laughs> what my uh It's been a while. Were. See here. It's starter off. <laughs> uh, peppermint gum. Overrated, underrated, or fair. You know me, I mean, I'm a bubblegum guy, I like some bubblegum. Peppermint, I, I'll let you go, I'll let you take it. Do you don't like, uh, or do you, you like, you don't, uh, I like, I like mint gum? I like mint gum, but I feel like I prefer, like, a spearmint or a double mint or something over, like, a straight peppermint most of the time. That, like, those fucking orbit packs, like... I can uh, vouch for this. Is like I fucking had so much gum all the time. Like I always bought gum in high school. Anyways, I was like the gum guy, and fucking I really haven't bought like that much gum since then. But it was like I would just have fifteen packs or whatever in these things at a time. We get them from Sam's and mm. get like cases of YooHoo and all the bulk, all the big bulky name brand items and shit like that. You can get some good shit at Costco and like Sam's. Oh yeah. Um, but, so anyways, I'd always get the variety pack, and, like, they had, like, a bubblegum minty version of it, though, the Orbit. And I was like, this shit, it, like, ripped apart. Oh, I remember it that stay, It was the worst in the pack, easily. And then the other ones were, like... Bubble mint or whatever. Uh, well, the other ones, yeah, it was called that. The other ones were, like, fucking spearmint, peppermint, of course, which are probably my favorite ones. And... There was some lighter mint one, which that one was kind of bullshit. I kind of remember that one. Too. But it was better than the bubble mint. And then sometimes they'd put the cinnamon in there. Sometimes they would switch out the bubble gum and put like, yeah, maybe the cinnamon. I don't even know. Um, but I would always say fucking 
I would always say like spearmint and peppermint were my favorite pieces of gum. So it's just peppermint gum. Um, for a long time, I liked it. The, like I would say I probably liked the flavor the most with spearmint like right after that. But fucking, I think, I don't know, the shit just made me sneeze a lot for some reason. Like the pe- what, peppermint, whatever's in there always made me fucking sneeze. Well, it just, like It clears you out a little or bit. Or like, yeah, so it like does. Real Spearmint's a little nicer. Cool. Um, yeah, spearmint's a little bit of an easier chew, you know. What is the feeling of peppermint all around? A lot of people like peppermint, though. That's the thing, too. I don't know if it's like... I mean, it, it'll clear you right up. You got some, like, peppermint oil, and your sinuses are a little... I mean, it's stuffed up. You can rub some. I don't know what the perception of it is, but... I mean, I, I like it. Peppermint, just in general? Yeah. I like peppermint gum. Um... Oh, yeah, I feel like peppermint gum's one of the... Yeah. Besides, like, like I always buy, like, for work and shit, just because I feel like I grind my teeth, too, and, like, I just kind of like the flavor. Yeah. Because I try not, like, just whenever I'm, like, focused on something or I'm doing something, like, I clench my... Like, I I don't know why. I always have, and it's, it's like, starting to deteriorate my teeth. Yeah. It's something you do is chew gum, though. Like... uh, Yeah, I I always have a pack of, like, bubble gum now, like... That I'll, I'll chew a piece or two, but... Some of them are pretty good for your teeth, like, that are, like, the minty ones. That some are, like, of the minty ones, yeah, yeah. better and stuff. I would say that peppermint gum is underrated, honestly. I like peppermint gum. Yeah, I feel um, like overall it's it's probably one of the and biggest And I would always choose it. I would, it would always be between that and spearmint, like, but I'd never for sure had a preference, but I liked the peppermint a lot. Plus it was the blue, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, this one's going to be yeah. sick. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> that's kind of a joke but not really uh <laughs> but yeah for some really reason supposed to catch the eye for some reason always fucking made me sneeze though all the time like none of the other ones made me sneeze it's always peppermint shit so maybe i'm allergic to it i don't fucking maybe know. it tastes good so i mean it didn't fuck me up that bad maybe you gotta quit chewing it <laughs> i hope not <laughs> Need to go to the doctor. <laughs> so, fuck. I guess, uh... You got it for me. Well, the AEW pay-per-view's coming up. Yep. Jade Cargill. 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 Alright. Well, I feel like... It depends on what aspect you look at, because... Like... Business-wise, AEW, the company-wise, she's definitely not underrated. Like, Yeah, they're pushing her big they, time. Yeah. They're really pushing her. Like, she's got a big match on Sunday. She's got a title and everything. Like, And she's undefeated. But, fan, like, fan-wise, I don't know. Because, like, I know some people really like her. But then I know some people think she's really green and they're not very behind her and shit. Yeah. Yet. They, th- they think she's thrust into a position, you know, based on her looks that she's getting, like, more than she should be getting. But I think she's, like, a pretty talented individual. But, I mean, it could be true that they're pushing her quick, but, like, she's, you know, fucking blowing them away still. She's still getting yeah. booked in it. If she wasn't doing a good job, she wouldn't be, in, you know, up at the in the spot and the, the position she's in. Yeah, it's... I don't. I I personally like her. Like I think she's yeah. probably one of my favorite like female wrestlers on their roster. 
right now. I don't know if she's my favorite overall or not, but she is like one of my one of the like more entertaining ones to me. Like I always enjoy her spots and her matches and stuff. She'll always like to see and she like she just looks like she's got it, you know? Yeah. Like like just her overall look. She's she know, she has she knows what she's doing there for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she's got kind of what she is in her character, like her. Yeah, she's got that shit down. It's like the whole actual, like, in-ring shit that's still, at times, you're like, oh, I don't know, man. Because some of those matches, she's had matches where I've been really impressed and other matches where I've been like, yeah. yeah, that one wasn't that great. So. There's a match she had at Revolution last year that was solid, smooth, and then, like, I have seen some of the matches, like, they weren't at, like, they were just kind of missing each other a little bit, maybe. Like, yeah. their chemistry wasn't aligned. And that happens sometimes. Like, some people don't have it, like, with certain people in the ring um, as much. But, I mean, she's also green, and, like, she's been training with Brian Danielson. Like, she's been getting a lot better and shit, too. Um, she's got, like, she's just a physical fucking specimen, a force, like, and she's, like, beautiful and shit. It's, like, she's literally, like, positioned at a high fucking place right now yeah she's like so yeah, she's, she's really top talents. i think she's doing a lot i think she's putting in the work i think it's just you know i think they're giving her a shot with having all these title defenses about you know with some of the younger girls and seeing how well she can work you know yeah if it's not like she gave her the, they gave her the women's world title she's only gonna get better too yeah you know they, you know they gave her the tbs the brand the first the, one though the brand champ yeah so I would have won ninety nine of them. <laughs> I mean, maybe, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I feel like you would have won maybe thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of the hundred. Yeah, probably. She did beat her the second time. Where's she did. Where's Ruby I, been? Uh, she's been having a lot of matches out of. She's been having a lot of matches for GCW lately. I've seen. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like she has like hardcore matches and shit over there, and I mean. I like Ruby too a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely came over with like a lot of. Uh, like from WWE, just with just a lot of uh, fucking, you know, oomph. Yeah. Like people wanted to see her get pushed and get a little better than she had been. Like I was. They I had liked something the going. Squad. They had something going, and they kind of just fucking ditched it. They just kind of were like yeah. Like, I thought, I honestly liked Ruby and Liv more than, uh, Sarah Logan, but I didn't really mind Sarah either. Like, I thought the Riot Squad was dope, and then, yeah, they're like, oh, we're gonna release Ruby, and They love bringing up stables, too. It was like, Ruby was, like, the head of the stable, and she's the one you're gonna release? Like, what are you talking about? But, overall... Jade, I'll give her a... Man, it's hard. I'll give her a fair perception because, like I said, I feel like they're pushing her really heavily. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, the fans still have to, like, kind of figure out and respond to her the way they're going to respond to her, I guess. Like, yeah. She has fans and she has people that boo her and stuff, but she doesn't have, like, an overall, like it thing where she's like she's not polarizing yet you know necessarily like she is it's weird it's a weird thing because it is a heat like she is a heel 
but she's getting booed for reasons you can tell, like, sometimes aren't, you know what I'm saying, like, that aren't, like, the heelish things necessarily, like, because they're still trying to figure out, they're still trying to figure her out, you know what I'm saying, like, she's still green and she's still getting work and trying to get over, and, I mean, that's the main reason why people, like, get really over, I mean, because she's getting responded to, but, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, you just, you can tell when somebody gets over and all their shit gets over, their catchphrases and their fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody really gets, like, oh yeah, you, it, I mean, you can, it's literally one of the easiest things is with, like, a live crowd like that, because, like, all you gotta do is listen and hear the reception and you can tell what's working and what's not. Yeah. Change it up in the mid-match accordingly sometimes. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, but she's dominant. I mean, I think she also works... I think they're trying to figure out the dynamics because she is pretty tall and, like, just, you know, Buff. a pretty overwhelming presence. Yeah, and, like, she's badass. She's, like, huge. Like, she's tall, jacked. It's, like, they're still trying to figure out, I guess, you know... Because she's, like, big booting a lot of girls and shit, too. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, like, I well, get it. Big boots like are vicious. Oh, though. they are. Okay. Yeah, so it's like she's being kind of positioned as sort of like a monster, too. And she's just kind of wrecking people, but, you know, she's kind of putting the mechanics together. Yeah. So, I think her title reign's been fine so far. Yeah, she's... I mean... She's got a ways to go, but I feel like she's only going to get better, too, especially if she's getting trained by the people they're, like, saying she's potentially getting trained by. Like, she's working yeah. with, like, Danielson yeah. and shit sometimes and stuff. As like, good as anybody in the world right now in the ring. Yeah. So, yeah, she'll, you know, probably just, within a couple of years, she'll probably be right up there with some of the yeah. top women on the roster, really. She already is in certain aspects, for sure. She's already got the look like, more than some people. Oh, like, yeah. Down, like, and really where her character, even her like mic skills, but she, not, she might not be a better wrestler yet. That's what I mean. I feel like within a couple of years, she'll be like able to just... She'll be able to work with and look just as fine as you know some of the, some of the best women on their roster. Yeah. Multi-time champion, but, you know, potentially women's champion. I'm sure she will be. Probably at AEW. some point, for sure. Britt and her, man, they're champs right now. We'll see. It could change on Sunday. They both got title defenses. AEW Revolution. That's yeah. Fucking sick. Um, what do you got next? Um, we can stay with the on the wrestling, I suppose. Go with uh, your feelings on. I don't think we've talked about them yet because it's been a while since we've had one. But RK Bro, <laughs> I like them. I really, like, I think they're pretty fucking entertaining, and the dynamic t- between Matt Riddle and, you know, Randy Orton's pretty good. Like, I, I really like thinking that they got put together, you know, for him to really kind of have wit- uh, Riddle under his wing and to kind of show him the ropes and really show him, like, just, like, the way shit works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to kind of, like, because Riddle was, like, good already, but he, he definitely, like, I think his character's gotten better. Um, I like. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty entertained by the group overall. I don't know what's gonna happen with that either. Like, if they're gonna go into Mania with the titles, they're gonna be facing the team that goes into Mania with the titles. All three of those teams. Somebody, if they do this Owen shit, then they're gonna drop out. Even if they're left out of the equation or get pinned, 
So unless yeah. they win, like, I don't know, they might be doing this stone cold shit, which we'll see. <laughs> um, much like Stevens, I'll, I'll believe that whenever it happens, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean... With the punk shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the punk shit. People are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> CM Punk, man. Coming back. Yeah. But Austin, I don't because I've also heard some people, like I heard fucking JR commented on it apparently. I'm just like, I think it'd be awesome if, he's, if the newer generation of fans would get to see, you know, a, a little bit of an Austin run and a, some, a few more matches. He's like, I think he wouldn't come back unless he felt like he could and stuff. So I'm like, if he's talking about it, then I know that's like he's like I mean he's my favorite of all time but I uh, I just don't want to see them make any bad decisions that will undo the fucking beautiful ending they had with The Rock like at Mania 19 you know what I mean and that was a great fucking great match all time yeah. one of the all time best like same as their 17 one like I enjoyed the whole trilogy it was sick yeah, it was, I think, honestly, uh, I mean, 19 was great. 17 probably was the best one. Yeah, the match, I think, was. Um, RK Bro. People are really hyped about RK Bro. I mean, they're, we've talked about it many a times. I feel like WWE doesn't always do the best job with tag teams, so. Yeah. They're probably the best thing they got going with their tag teams right now. I mean. I've loved it. Like I've the loved the New Day forever, but the yeah. New Day's kind of more of a stable too. And you know, the New Day's been around for years and years and years. Same as the Usos, like they're good, yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's like you know, what I'm saying like Arky Bros still a fresh thing, you know. Yeah, so it's easier to kind of like. And it's you can tell that it's like something. Like Orton's like. He's definitely helping out Riddle. With this I think it's kind of helping add possibly another layer to Orton also, you know, yeah. saying, like the tag team kind of shit and like the winning the belt, you know, years later taking like a guy like this under his wing, like it's a different story for him. He's like the irritated vet. Yeah. With the most like, of the time. But he likes him now. Yeah. He's come around on, on TV <laughs> and shit, so it's good. I mean, ultimately I really think if it goes the way it should, it's going to be like a huge payoff for Riddle and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's going to really like... People are going to be sold on him, like, for good, like. I just hope that they don't somehow fuck it up. Like, with either breaking yeah. him up too early or waiting too late or, like. Yeah. Like, because right now they're hot. Like, it'd be dumb to, like, have them break up. Right now, yeah. Because at first I didn't know how long term they were going to have them. So apparently it was definitely longer than I was thinking. Um, I think also the reception with the crowd started getting like over and over. So mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, well, let's just." They even created. They're like, "We're gonna create them a dual theme song, and they'll enter together, and they'll fucking." They're like a team team yeah. now. It's like they like. At first, you know, they <laughs> they just they still were Riddle and Randy Orton, and they kind of like, like Raphael and Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. It really kind of is. <laughs> Riddle's like always goofing off. Orton's always pissed and serious. Yeah, he, well, he's, he's down to hang sometimes, but he's like, listen, we got something fucking serious to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
come to your own party. Yeah. Yeah, like if they tag team. <laughs> Their personality types are definitely like them. Oh, uh, shoot. So what did you say, though? Um, they... I'm going to say fair. I, I really am enjoying their run, um, too. But, I you know, it's it's definitely too over right now for me to say I think it's underrated. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people are coming around on it. I think people enjoy seeing the other aspect of Randy Orton, like, from crowd reception response. Like, people are like, oh, you just assume that. You yeah. just listen to the crowd, you know? <laughs> and, yeah, I guess you look on Twitter, but there's a lot of pissed off people on there, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, boy, well, not to take too big of a stab, but that, that Illumination Chamber was, was a rough, like, watch, because it was so, oh. it was so predictable, <laughs> and some of the, some of the, the, uh, rock stuff, like, he tore apart the roster. Well, it's like, here, let's put the, like, pretty much the biggest names we got here on Raw, all in this chamber, and then just have Brock dismantle <laughs> every one of them. It's like... Well, yeah. that just made everybody look fucking horrible. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're main eventers. They're heavy, you know, they're whatever, but they're not to this level. And then now all of a sudden, like, AJ gets destroyed. Now he's got to rise to Edge's, like, vicious fucking Edge right now level. And it's yeah. like, he just got his ass. Well, I mean, he's, he's going to be able to do it. He's AJ Styles. He's too fucking seasoned and great of a vet to be anything less. But, like, that's AJ Styles, and there's not many of them. It's like, you bury everybody, and, like, there's no coming back, you know? Too much. It's like, goddamn. I don't think it was entire... Like, they wanted him to be strong because they also wanted people to be bought that he could beat Roman instead of assuming Roman's just going to take this match. You yeah. Saying? Well, I mean, people should know that anyways. It's fucking Brock <laughs> Lesnar. He's dismantled the roster yeah. for fucking eight years. Yeah. Like, since, well, since like 2012, really. <laughs> it, yeah. It's absurd. <laughs> But I mean, but yeah, since he beat Cena, like, didn't he go on a wrecking fucking machine, like, run after that for like years? Well, like SummerSlam 2015 like, or whatever. Goldberg was the first surprising crazy thing that he got beat in a long time since yeah. that Cena shit. Well, since that Taker shit, where he yeah, beat him. That's the thing. Once he beat Taker for the streak, it was like he went on a tear. Yeah. He just destroyed everybody, and then. Yeah, Goldberg came back, and the fucking man <laughs> stopped him. He destroyed, I think it was like a minute and 28 seconds or something like that. He, like, destroyed him. I did not expect that. Yeah. Nobody, like, they had booked Brock so strong. It was, like, a huge shock. I had heard that also Goldberg, like, needed more time to train than they had. It's like, what did they do? Just fucking act like he needed, like, four weeks later or four weeks earlier or something like that. They're like... You're like, hey, Bill, you want to get... It's like, dude, no, I can't be getting out there. I need some time to fucking train. But I guess you, you can do a spear and a jackhammer. Yeah. So, I mean, there could be some truth to that, that he wasn't so short, like, and not a full-length match because of that. Because um, so, I remember that being, like, booked as the fantasy warfare. Cause it was and Goldberg like, was the video game guy. Yeah, they, they were both, like... Because, yeah, he was the unlockable character, so it was yeah, like, he was they had that Fantasy Warfare matchup already f to promote 2K, and then fucking Goldberg came back, and he fucking <laughs> beat Brock quicker than hell. And I was like, hell yeah, he did. 
Dude, I saw it. Goldberg. Booked as the main event on Wikipedia. It was on Wikipedia, and no lie, it was like a month beforehand. And I was, and nobody even, heard, Goldberg wasn't even back. All that had been said was like, Paul Heyman maybe mentioned his name in an interview or whatever, and I was just like, I mean, I know how people say Wikipedia bullshits or whatever sometimes. They'd have a lot of accurate information on there, too. But I was like, they have this main event. I'm like, nobody even has said that this is going to be the match yet. And sure enough, it turns out to be the match. It was way before it was booked. <laughs> or whenever it was booked. Yeah, I saw it on there, and I was just like, surely, is this is this for real? 2016? Goldberg Lesnar? Holy shit. Mm, yeah. It's insane that Goldberg's had as long of a run he has. So I saw that on Twitter. It was kind of funny because it's there's some truth to it also. And, I mean, his streak back in 97, 98, Goldberg, um, he went on such a tear, got so fucking over. Like, that, like I think the caption was, insane that Goldberg has gotten this long of a run off of, like, one hot year in 1998. And I was like, I mean... It's kind of crazy because that, I mean, that streak really just, it it set, it put him over the moon and then he just wrecked everybody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I mean, yeah, because it's still, people are still interested, you know, you're like, oh, if, if you have any fantasy matchups, it's like, what would happen versus, you know, Bill Goldberg and shit? Yeah. And he's still putting in the work to fucking come out and wrestle. Although now he might actually be done after the, taking that loss to Roman, I don't know. Could be. I don't know either. AEW going to hire him? No. You don't think? No. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. I like, I really do like Goldberg, though. I've, I've been a fan, but yeah. I also know he gets some, some hate. But yeah, he's just been a wrecking machine too. He was, he was the original yeah. wrecking machine. The streak. Um, we're still on RK Bro, right? Yeah. So did I say anything? You, yet? you said fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going with. And then we yeah, then we started talking about the chamber and how they fucked that all up. Um, that Edge and AJ should still be a fantastic match. Speaking of AEW, also, which fucking I already mentioned Jade, which is Sunday. Fucking our Walking Dead Sunday ritual's been back lately, so I'm gonna bring that up for a second. And I don't think we've ever had. Eugene on, right? As a topic. I don't think so. I don't I don't think so. So he's been in the show since the fucking just after the middle of the fourth season. Yeah. He's been a long running character. And then they thought he was worthless once he didn't know what they thought he knew. <laughs> he was kinda worthless, it seemed like for a season or so. He would like he was just like I'm sorry. <laughs> he was just <laughs> Well before he started making bullets and shit. And all that. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, before have, yeah. the Savior shit, like, <laughs> actually, before the Savior shit happened, he was kind of just, like, he the cowling. Pouty. Yeah. But, he's not, I'm not dis, I like him. He's, inter- he is entertaining. And, throughout, be- like, being around, you kind of, it's, it's nice that he's around because he's seen so much and he's been in the story so long, too. So, I mean, at first, like, I wasn't sold on him for a while, and I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like, he knows all this shit. It's like, why don't you just tell somebody that this is some bullshit? How does he know? Sure enough, he didn't know. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, my God, fuck this dude, probably. <laughs> a lot of people were thinking, like, the way he was being, 
was just a little bit sketchy, actually, because he kept, like, halting their mission a little bit and saying, oh, i got to do this, and I was just like, why would he do that? So people were kind of getting a little skeptical. So there was a little bit of that, but overall, like, yeah, it was, it was like, kind of a shock. So you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And definitely a lot of people wanted him to be the guy that knew. And whenever they were going to take off with Maggie, Glenn, and uh, that whole group, like, after they met Gabriel at the church, fucking... They thought they were going to, like, head right to Washington. But nope. Nope, fuck no. He said, look, I don't actually know how to do any of this shit, man. I'm not a scientist. (laughs) He actually redeemed himself, though, multiple times in the show. Like, through different things. Like, nowadays, he is one of the characters, like... It is funny because the way the show is turned, a lot of the, like, original hated or cowardly or whatever characters are, like, the characters now that are, like, loved or, like, the long-running characters that you're kind of like, I hope this person makes it and shit. Like, Gabriel and Eugene and, Mm -hmm. like, those kind of people. They're still around. And they've had to change with the show because, I mean, like, obviously, you know, like, only, the only way to survive in that fucking world is, like, you gotta stay alive and shit. You gotta do some crazy shit. Yeah. But, but they, yeah, they definitely both came around. I feel like nowadays he's. I feel like Eugene's a little underrated, honestly. Because, uh, I mean, he. In certain ways, he pretty much won them the war with the Saviors. Like. At the end, yeah, I mean, like. Like. Yeah. <laughs> he's. The thing is, they would have had the numbers if he wouldn't have done that. Like, if they would have had oh, all yeah. their guns, they would have just had way more numbers than Rick. They would have just shot all of them right there on that hill. And still, some of them would have still been alive. Like, yeah. That is true. So, I feel like he's kind of, like, done a lot to move past sort of the, like, really... The big Bit, bitchy, cowardly character that he was for a couple seasons when he was introduced. <laughs> but he's still sort of seen as, like, the, like, meek, like, cowardly character sometimes in certain ways. Like, he's yeah. kind of, he's underestimated a lot. Yeah, he's definitely done some valuable shit, though, and honored, like, you know, he gave uh, Sasha that pill and shit. Like, I mean, I know she just wanted to try and save the group, and, like, she knew Negan was gonna be the one to open that box. Uh, casket or whatever and fucking like she was in walker form like or she came out but yeah she just wanted to go that shit was fucking wild though yeah she just she thought she was gonna get Negan though when she got out almost yeah close he was like she tackled him and he was like he didn't have any weapons out or nothing he was like oh fuck he seemed kinda like sad though in a way, he's like, oh, damn. Yeah. So, like, he didn't <laughs> like her. Like, he fucking gutted the fuck out of the one dude. He's just like, were you just trying to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rapey Davy yeah. or whatever he called him. Yeah. He's like, you can either... I don't even remember what the options were. He's like, well, you can sit in this cell here and... Wait for old Rapey Davey to turn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That shit was fucked. 
Yeah, see, Negan has morals, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> like Glenn was. Just... <laughs> but it's like... He's, no, he, he does. Like, when he was running... Like... When he was running the Saviors and stuff, he did... Like, he was ruthless as hell. But he still had, like, rules that they had to abide yeah. to and shit. They were pretty well organized, honestly. It's like everybody ate, like, nobody fucking... I don't think that any of the uh, men and women there were, like, really allowed to be in relationships or stuff. Like, they could all be friends and stuff, but I don't think they were allowed to be, like, too... Just because it would interfere with all their, you know, the way they do shit. Yeah. So they're like... But a lot of those people joined that group because they were, like... They needed somewhere to go, and some of some of them literally did get quote unquote what he saw, you know, said saved. Um, oh yeah, because they were in were. some bad situation. Save that one girl. Remember, she was like, she was in that camper, like, and her, he showed up or whatever, and I guess he killed the fuck out of this one guy, the, the girl that he kind of hired that gave him the bat. She was like, became basically one of his right hand people. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm sure he felt like he like, especially like that shit. Her like saving him and I, like was were her and uh that one dude together i'm trying to think i or think they like, said that was like yeah her her like father or meant you know her yeah. like guardian that she was with at the time Had or whatever medical supplies in the negan episode yeah and negan went back to save her i mean I, like he dude he fucking tore the house down all his people when he came back that was kind of like uh you like that was really shitty though, because and he he felt terrible for it too, which he would. But like to get out of that situation for the moment, to game plan and come back, he like gave up where they were oh, yeah. and shit. Like that was fucked. But at least they were still alive, and he fucking saved them. Dude, he mashed some skulls in and shit. Yeah. That speech he gave to that guy at the end that was great. <laughs> that was one of the all time greats. That dude was like <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dude that he like it was to, uh, like or he had him like, when he was like interrogating him and shit mm-hmm. all you've done is tell me one stupid story <laughs> after another now you're gonna tell me where your camp is he's like first you wouldn't talk now I'm begging you to shut up <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking pumped for Sunday, though. I don't know if we're gonna see... I think Negan's bought himself some time now that he's kind of away again. I think he's gonna be away for, like, at least an episode or two. Yeah. I don't really... I kind of want to see him, but I just have a feeling that might happen. Or unless they show what he's doing. Like, they could show his kind of story, what he's going through right now. Um... It's fucking gonna be Yeah, I... Feel like he'll he'll have to be back soon. Yeah, I would think. Like now, yeah, you can't do that shit because we have limited episodes. Yeah, left. Like we have fourteen left. Yeah. Once it honestly, like part three of three, there's gonna be some crazy shit, some crazy episodes. I'm sure, but like, I almost don't even want it to be part three of three. No. <laughs> no, I know. I, I really don't either. <laughs> We gotta milk these next several weeks of episodes. <laughs> They're gonna be good. You said Eugene was underrated? Yeah, I'd say he's slightly underrated, like, currently in the show. Like, with what you know about him and how far he's came, he's probably a little underrated. I mean, hell, he 
He did everybody a favor and punched that fucking Sebastian dude or whatever a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude. The Commonwealth is full of shit, man. They're going to expose themselves. Yeah, yeah, honestly, the mom that, like, the mom and that Sebastian dude that kind of run it are both seem like pieces of shit. They're, like, really yeah. rich people that run the whole thing oh, overall. Yeah. Mercer seems pretty cool. He's, like, the only one I like so far. Yeah. It's a Commonwealth person. Well, yeah, they haven't given you a lot to like. No. I mean, uh, Mika's brother doesn't seem too bad, but he, like, he's also kind of getting fucked over by him. Because, like, yeah. at first he, he owned that fucking bakery, and he was, oh, like, yeah. having a great time. And then Mika told him to go be a doctor, and she, like, kind of forced him into it. And now he's, like, getting all the shit piled on him. He's starting to drink again and shit. Or, uh, Yumiko? Yeah, Yumiko. Yumiko, yeah, yeah. No, no, no that reminded me. Mika was the little girl with Lizzie, the one that got killed. Oh, yeah. Lizzie, yeah, that shit was nuts. Call back to season four, The Grove. Yumiko. That was a good one. But yeah, Yumiko. That's I thought that reminded me enough. The K. I was like, I was like, that's I was like, who? I was like, her name is because I knew who you're talking about. But then I was like, the brother is bro, you know, sisters Yumiko. He is getting fucked over though. I will say that. What uh, might get back to some Long Dead stuff. What uh, you got next? My third topic. Uh, well, we didn't really. Uh, talk about the show much so I guess this will give us a chance to talk about the show but I feel like he's like one of the most uh, they're like giving him a redemption arc sort of but he's kind of a piece of shit but he's funny but uh, Baby Billy from The Righteous Gemstones oh shit <laughs> um damn I didn't see that one coming but yeah that's the sh- show we've been watching lately and stuff. yeah up Danny McBride's new show watched all of it and then You've kept up ever since season two started. Honestly, the actor, too. Like, I almost thought about just putting the actor in there, but I was like, Walton Goggins, you know? The guy that plays yeah. him. It's because he's, he's always... He always plays, like, some crazy roles, it seems like. That I would, yeah, I was going to say, if you were to do Walton Goggins, I would probably say he's underrated because he's he's uh, multi-talented, I feel like, in the roles that he plays and shit, too. Some of them are really quite strange, but some of them are pretty interesting and, like, have a different... He can be really funny for sure, though. Yeah. Like a lot of them are present in because he's really weird, funny, just kind of crazy. Like a lot of aspects and like a lot of those traits are within Baby Billy. Honestly, he's usually like, like kind of shady, sort of a piece of garbage, but mm-hmm. also like has some really hilarious, like outrageous lines and shit that he says and does. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he's usually like kind of a scummy character and shit that he plays. It's funny because the show's like televangelists and they're like all religious and shit, but then they're like all the stuff they do outside of the church is like fucked up yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. And they always say things to each other like that. They're like, oh my god, like, bring God back into it to make him be shameful of something <laughs> they've done. Or like, the, you know, no matter what McBride's done in the show, it's like, goddamn, it's like he's done some crazy shit. He's, yeah. Well, really, the sister, yeah, they all have. Yeah, they've all done some wild things. John Goodman had to Eli break the thumbs. too, yeah. John oh. Goodman. His character's done some crazy stuff. 
That's just like a big show. That's an HBO uh, Max original, original right? if anybody wants to watch that. Yeah, another Righteous Bane Gemstones. McBride. Following McBride's, or the Adam McKay production, fucking Eastbound and Down and uh, Vice Principals. But didn't they say they're going to have this try to go longer than anything else? Yeah. I think it already has another season, right? Yeah. A season three. And Vice Principals didn't even get that. It's like two, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> I watched a few Vice Principals episodes, but I didn't like keep up. I didn't even finish the first season, I don't think. Because it was whenever we had like, whenever I lived with my parents, and we had that on, like on demand, so I could just go and like catch up and watch the newer episodes and shit. Yeah. It's probably on HBO too, since it was an HBO show, but. Yeah, I think his character is pretty entertaining. I might say underrated, honestly. Same as the is the man. Um, I mean, it's not like he's like you know like all oh, my favorite like actors list, but I have noticed over the years that I've seen him in various different shit shows, movies alike, and shit like that. Like he can play a lot of characters. They're pretty eccentric. Like a lot of them are. Usually, oh yeah. But he's they're interesting roles for sure. Yeah. Oh, but the shit that he plays good, there's always those sort of traits involved. Like, maybe not all of them, but, like, a couple of them, like, are just, you know... He played a trans person in fucking Sons of Anarchy that Tig was in love with. It was fucking interesting. It was a a wild... (laughs) It was a wild fucking... uh, That, like, situation, like, in the show was just strange, though. Because the way... Like, Tig was just a weirdo. (laughs) Like, the way... Like, shit that he did... Was just, I can't believe that motherfucker's staying alive. But that's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, Sons of Anarchy, solid. Um, but the Righteous Gemstones, yeah, I would I would go back to saying underrated for Billy. But yeah, I would say the same probably for Walter Goggins or Walton. Yeah, you said Walter, I think, right? I might have the, said no Walton. the first time. Yeah, I was gonna say I think whenever like the first time we were trying to come up with whoever the guy was called, oh, neither yeah. one of us could say it. And I was just like, it sounds right. We're like, what the fuck happened? Walton Goggins. It's kind of cool, too, to, like, watch The Righteous Gemstones, because it's, like, it... You get to see John Goodman acting and shit in his older shit. You don't get to see John Goodman that often and shit anymore. And, like, they also... I won't, like, if anybody does watch it, I won't spoil it or anything, but, like, they even got Macaulay Culkin to come back and play a character and shit. It's, like... Yeah, that was... It was interesting. So, like, they're getting, yeah, they got some big names on it and shit, too. And Adam Devine plays his younger brother. It's, like, an ensemble cast, like, of characters, really, like, for a stream show and shit, too. Like, yeah, that's what we were saying. They kind of, like, all the characters sort of, like, have depth to them, too. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, like, the first sort of, like, McBride and McKay sort of production that yeah. does that. It wasn't like there was ever really a Stevie episode in fucking Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Just about his shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they're, they're like really focused on all their characters. It, I just thought of that scene. <laughs> he like fishtailed this car and just flipped that whole trailer full on it. Oh, <laughs> Dude, look at that. Fuck cleaning all that up. It was just the biggest fuck up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that show's pretty great, honestly. It's like, it's one of the, it's a good thing that we have that on now, too, because it's just another show to kind of, like, keep up with and look forward to. Yeah. 
Um, was that your last one? I believe so, yeah. All right, I got one, I think. Um, we'll go, we'll switch gears to food again, you know, for the olden days here. Fucking, you've tried deer steak before, right? Yeah. Okay. Deer steak. Because it's not obviously like it's a little bit different. We're I was literally having this conversation with people at like lunch the other day where, like, just what different meats and like just weird like animals or whatever they've tried or just whatever the fuck like that. And like, because I'm like I grew up just eating deer and shit like that and never seen weird yeah. or anything like that to me. I'm like, but it's so. But like honestly, deer steaks are fucking delicious, man. Yeah, they're wrapped in like bacon and shit. They're Dude. like a a little bit uh. Just deer meat in general is like a little bit tougher mm-hmm. than, you know, like beef and shit, obviously. So it's like tends to get, uh, it's like a little harder to chew up and like put down. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's still, it's, I I don't know though. I'm carnivorous. Like I, I love meat. Man. Oh yeah. So. No, like dude, deer jerky. Oh my God. Oh like, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> Especially when it's done right and like. You know, fucking season the right way and everything. Yeah, I didn't really like. It's very Midwest of me and very kind of like rural of me to just growing up eating some of the shit I ate, like deer and squirrel and shit. And I didn't even I like, tried think too. that it was no like weird as there's a like, kid. There's like a million squirrels. I don't think fucking frog legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I mean, there's like eccentric like stuff like that you try. Fucking, which I don't even think that stuff is more, like, I like seafood a lot, too, but seafood's not entirely considered meat, I guess, even though it kind of is, like, I don't know. People say, like, crab meat, but it's like, that's meat, I guess. But, like, what is shrimp? Yeah, it is meat. (laughs) Shrimp's meat. It's like, is it? So, I think, I mean, I I think, call all of it meat. Fish is still a meat, it's just Well... Yeah. Whatever poultry fish, is. Fish <laughs> you ever heard that? Yeah, poultry. Yeah. That's definitely a... You see it in the store. I don't know if you see it in the stores as much anymore, but... It used to be, like, labeled over the shit. Yeah. Over the, like, turkey and chicken. Poultry. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's me. I've been, like, eating more... Uh, I feel like I've been eating more, like... Well, I, mostly I try to stick to eat, like, vegetables, like... It's fine. Meats, fruits, and, like, I lately I've been, like, eating more, like, nuts and, like, uh, pistachios and all that kind of bullshit. Oh, what pistachios. Like, all that shit's so fucking good. But all those kind of snacks, like, the perfect road trip kind of snacks are, like, what, beef jerky and, like, nuts of some kind or like peanuts or whatever. Mix. And that shit's expensive, fucking ridiculous all the time. <laughs> it's like yeah. a little ass bag of beef jerky. Like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> you buy the, like, big bag, you're out 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but those are, like, the perfect, because they don't get bad. Like, you can fucking, you don't have to warm them up or nothing like that, and they're fucking excellent sources of protein and shit. That's They'll the, be- that's the best fill shit. you up and give you some nutrition. Exactly. Those are, like, the fucking best snacks. Yeah, I love, like, pistachios and shit, too, and cashews are really good. Those are probably my favorite nuts, pistachios and cashews, but yeah. peanuts are pretty good. Yeah. They definitely are. Fucking, uh... But... What did I say? You were just talking about deer steak. 
And I said that was... Uh, Did your dad make it? Yeah, we used to get, like, uh... I forget what... Uh, part of the damn deer. that it, I think it was the loins, I guess. Mm. That he'd make steak with. But... Because with so much... we A lot of it would get ground, too. So we had so much ground, like, deer that we'd make into jerky and burgers oh, yeah. and shit like that, but... The steaks were a little more of a rare occasion because there was a little, there was less of it. Definitely, you know. But they're so fucking good, man. No, it's like I love I love eating like a nice steak from somewhere. Fucking, it's nothing fucking better. Filet mignon, oh my god. If we get a buffalo, we get a buffalo wings. Fucking, I'm getting probably some goddamn fried pickles. Oh yeah, that <laughs> sounds good wings. already. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Get some beers and shit. Just like that's a very sports bar, yeah. Food, fried pickles, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, honestly, chicken wings too. I haven't been there in a while either. Fuck. Um, goddamn, it should be a fun week though, man. Birthday, it's my birthday week, man. Yeah, happy <laughs> early birthday. Yeah, it's like my birthday eve eve. A couple nights ahead, I guess we'll drop this episode either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Fucking, um, well, fuck. I mean, we made a return, though, today. It's a lot of big days coming up, I feel like. I, I got some stuff planned for my birthday, some people to see, and just some, just some fun stuff, you know? Um, fucking AEW Revolution's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a great too. time. The uh, whole card looks, to, every match oh, yeah. looks like it is gonna be entertaining, at the, at the least. Yeah. I, dude, it's it's really a real toss-up, like, who the fuck is going to steal this show. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, it could be five different matches. Yeah, there's going to be some good ones. Yeah. Cole and Hangman's going to be a fire wrestling match for sure. John Moxley and Brian Daniels. That's going to be so good, too. <laughs> Punk and MJF and the Dog Collar is yeah. going to be great. Oh, yeah. Britt and Thunder Rose is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie and Jericho should be pretty damn good. It's going to be interesting. I feel like they're going to brawl a lot. Yeah. Um, it's But it's I'm sure the story, I'm sure it's going to... It's going to be interesting to see who wins that after, like, them building it the way they have. Because it's like, man, it, like... Because Eddie hasn't, hasn't really went over, like, too many huge names, I feel like, lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, some of the matches that... Like, some of the... Uh, he did go over Miro, didn't he? No... No, did Miro? Because it was for this belt and shit. Yeah, I think. I think Miro won. Yeah. That was the redeemed. He's nuts. <laughs> I'm the redeemer. I'm the redeemer. Redeem these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, goddamn, yeah, Eddie's hell of an entertainer though, man. He was literally built for this shit. Like, I think for sure. Um, just his, like... His, like, uh... His Brooklyn, like, realness. He just, like, sounds like... He just, like... Everything he says has sort of just, like, a... A tone to it, you know? Yeah. Oh, fucking real quick. What did you say about uh, deer steak, anyway? Um... I'm going to say it's underrated because I feel like most of these motherfuckers, besides, I mean, everybody around here, you probably had a deer steak or you're not really from the Midwest, but like, <laughs> it, yeah. even around us, like, 
a lot of people probably never even had one or have any interest in having one, so I'll say they're underrated. They're fire, <laughs> man. They're fire. People should try them. Granted, there's some places that it might be listening that don't have a lot of deer, you know. Yeah. Germany, I know you're listening. <laughs> they got like 2% of our audience now. Hey, they probably, they probably deer hunt some out there. Who knows? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if there are. <laughs> I don't know what they hunt. They hunt something out there, though, so. Everybody's got something. Oh, man. Well, man, I'm fucking glad we stepped back into this. Just in the fucking drop in on these motherfuckers. I've had a lot of my mind. Like, shit's been. It's been a crazy last several months since we've done this shit. You know? Yeah. It's been like a lot of shit's. Uh, a lot of shit's occurred. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's a whole lot of shit. Yeah. I feel like since the last time, yeah, a lot of shit in my life's way different. Personal life, that is, you know, like just oh, yeah. everything going on in my life. So it's definitely nice to do one again. I know. It's literally like, it's just had a lot of my mind, like a lot I wanted to say. Like, more as the days will come, but uh, definitely as we do more podcasts too and have uh, some more guests on that we've been fucking wanting to have on. Um, that's an issue with this always is like, I feel like once we do one and then it's over, like, day or two later I'll think of a bunch of shit I'm like man that would've been good to bring up I know then the next time we do one I forget or something but it's like or if it's too long in between oh well you know there's know. All, there's always things to talk about so there is and like honestly like if we just made it like cause we can come in casually and just drop them like in now and then uh, we just sometimes we make it this like big thing we don't get to one for a while and stuff but I'm like I always I'm like we gotta do you know we gotta fucking do more for sure and uh so definitely some uh, some good stuff coming up. Repromote the podcast and fucking get people listening. If you are still listening, if you are still listening, we fucking deeply appreciate it. We didn't yeah. even, we didn't even put an ad as of right now in this episode. We just fucking are throwing you this for for nothing because it's been a while. We just want to check in on everybody and see how everything's been. Um, it's not a money grab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying try to take the whole penny money. a play, but. Yeah, in it reality, feels, it's... It's nice to get back in. Yeah. Fucking talk a little bit about it. It is highly appreciated. We're not going to make you sit through that old, really cringy ad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think... We'll probably get to more next time. If we... Depending, you know... Yeah, we definitely we need to get one out. We definitely need to make sure we do. <laughs> Even if we do another solo one before we have somebody on, but also we can start arranging some plans and uh, get one on, you know, get uh, somebody on here really soon and get it fucking going again and open the world up to fucking what everybody's doing, what we're doing. Yeah. Just fucking take it from there. Anyways, well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for having us. It's been a good time already. Um, and fuck, more to come. Soon enough. Hopefully, very, very soon. Oh, yeah. Till next good time. Week. <clears throat>